Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Shea. Welcome to my podcast, Shaycation, Living the Abundant Life, where we will encourage and empower each other to live the full life in Christ. You know, life with God is a trip. What we believe about his goodness determines how great of a trip your life can be. Join me on my Shaycation and let's have a blast on this trip with God that we call life. Hi, everybody. I am really excited about today. Um, I am here with one of my dear bestest friends, Debbie Hancock, and you are going to hear from Debbie in future podcasts. I'm going to be interviewing her. Debbie is the founder and president of Compassion to Act. It's a ministry that um, helps liberate and set free and heal uh, sex trafficking victims, and it is an amazing organization. But we'll be talking about that in the future. Uh, I am here today with Debbie uh, because we have known each other forever, right? Forever. Thank you for being here, Debbie. Thank you for having me. So we are excited because it is official. My devotional is out. It is here. Woo! It's here. If you can only see it, how beautiful it is. Debbie's actually holding it in her hands. I can actually look at it and hold it. Oh my goodness. Um, Yes. So the title of my new 30-day devotional is How to Wait Well. It is 30 Ways to Experience God. And um, I'm just really excited to be able to talk about this more with Debbie just to, uh, to share with you what it's all about. So Lisa, tell me why you wrote this book. Oh, I would love to tell you why I wrote the book. Um, One day I was studying um, scriptures and I came across Psalm 4610, which is be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. And, you know, that whole be still Mm -hmm. in Christian circles and church circles, it's like, oh, whenever you're coming up against something or you're going through something and someone will say, oh, be still, you just be still. And I was asking, and it can make you mad when someone tells you that. Yeah, it's like, it? oh, like, easy for you to say. Yeah, All right, I'll just exactly. sit here in my rocking chair and suck my thumb and watch TV and hope something happens. Exactly. exactly. And especially as women, we are doers. Right? We, like, right. And I know for me, I've got to figure everything out and have a plan. But so I was, I was just looking at be still and know that I'm God. And the part that jumped out at me was and no and know that I am God. So I started to pray about that, and I started to look up um, in the Hebrew, what does no mean? And in Hebrew, the word is yada, which is, it comes from Seinfeld. I mean, and that doesn't come from Seinfeld, but we've heard right. it on Seinfeld, yada, 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 yada. You're taking me back to Seinfeld. <laughs> fun show. It's good to have a baby back then. <laughs> yes, right. We yeah. were in yeah. diapers. So yeah. we, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, what is this God? What is Yada? And Yada means many things, but one of the things that it means um, is to experience. And mm-hmm. that really struck me. It's good. Be still and experience God. So as I started to um, unpack that, and I was also preparing for a message um, to deliver to to a church group, it just I was like, that's it. That is how we wait well. We we sit with the Lord. We're still, and we allow God to move. And you know, when we experience God for ourselves, no one can take that aspect of God away from us. For example, um, if you need a physical healing in your life and God has healed you, and no one can tell you that that God is not the healer. 
if you are um, struggling with finances and God shows up and you know you get money out of nowhere mm -hmm. or some miraculous, I know all about that. Exactly, you've had yeah. that experience, and it's like, wow, I know God is my provider. If you've been struggling with depression, as I have, and all you know, the, the Lord has set you free in that, you know that He is your deliverer. So it's all of those things like, wow, I have these experiences with God, as you have experiences. We all have experiences with God. And as we gather those characteristics of who God is, it really helps us walk through whatever it is we're walking mm -hmm. through in the future. You know, God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I feel like when we are going through a difficult season in our life, we're waiting for breakthrough. We're waiting for that relationship to be restored. We're waiting for that job. We're, you know, we're all waiting for something. Right. 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 Um, so as we're doing that, it's like an invitation um, for God to say, you know what, you be still and experience me in this. Trust in my nature, trust in my character, and watch what I'll do. Because, you know, scripture does say in Romans 8 that God will work all things for good. And not all situations are good, but God is such a good, loving Father. He'll work things out, yes. you know, for Well, good. and even in the be still, I think our the way that we look at our definition of be still means that we don't do anything. But while we're waiting for that um, experience with God, we are actively pressing into it. So we're not actually sitting and doing nothing. We're actually going after an experience with God. And it can be in any way, just in, with his loving touch with you, just with him speaking a scripture to you, just with him giving you peace in a, in, in a trial or peace in the storm. So it's actively pursuing, mm -hmm. which I love. I love that. I, I think that changes the way you think about be still. Exactly. And you can be still in your spirit and you can have that strong, just that knowing of who, who has your back, who, right. who's guiding you, who's leading you, who's holding you right. in whatever storm you're in. So uh, that is where the idea for the devotional came from. And then the scriptures that are in the 30 day devotional uh, came from an actual time that I was waiting on God. Um, it's so fun how God will lead you through something and then take you back, you know, bring to your memory, like, remember when I walked you through that season? Mm -hmm. These were the verses that I used to speak to you. So during the difficult part uh, of my marriage, which you will hopefully you've heard in the first uh, three podcasts that I have out, uh, my story, part one, two, and three, check them out. Check it out. They're powerful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, it was really interesting how during that season, I had daily devotions. I had scriptures on calendars. I had, it was anything that I had that had a scripture verse that really spoke to me. I saved those. And after I had my breakthrough, which took a while, <laughs> it was a season, but I saved those and I looked at all of the scriptures and they all broke down into three categories, endurance, encouragement, and obedience. And it was like all of the times that God's word spoke to my heart to keep me going. I either needed to be reminded to be obedient. I needed encouragement to, to honor God in my marriage. And I needed the you know scriptural endurance to keep going. So that's where the scriptures came from, was from that season of my life. And it just, one day, I just, it 
just came to me to mm -hmm. put the two together, how to wait well with here are the scriptures. And I really feel that God wants all of us to experience him in a real tangible way. And that is so important to me because I've had that in my life. You've had it in your life. We know so many people that, you know, wow, God really showed up. So it's one, getting the message out there that God will show up for you. He is real. He is um, seeking a deeper relationship with each of us, but also we've never arrived. And, you know, we won't know the full aspect of God's nature and character till we meet him and, you know, face to face in heaven. Right. right? right. But why should we wait till then? He wants to walk with us daily like he did in the beginning with yes. Adam and Eve in the garden. Well, and I'm sure writing this book took you back to the faithfulness of God. If that was probably one thing you could describe this book, it was like the faithfulness of God giving you those scriptures, teaching you to hold on to them, teaching you to press in, and then giving you um, the freedom in those scriptures. After you're walking through them, you, you take them as your own because you know you've experienced it. Absolutely. You've experienced those things. So this book isn't just, you just sat down and wrote a devotion. This is coming from your heart. This yes. is coming from experience and um, the faithfulness of how Jesus has helped you through all of it. All of it. And he, he is faithful to the faithful. And it's really funny because he even you know, revealed more of himself to me as I was going through the process of not only writing the book, but having it ready to, you know, be presented to the world that I had to wait a long time for how to wait. Well, you did. I, I did. Had to wait. <laughs> it was, I don't know anything about that. No, no. As, as someone who talks to me a million times a day, you would not know a thing about me. It was like, so easy. Just write the book and it's published. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yes, it was a really quick two plus years of waiting yeah. for this book to, to be completed, to be, you know, to what I feel is thus the cover, how to wait well, how to wait well. And I will confess that I wait better than I did before, but I'm still a work in progress. And as I was going through the process of getting this book ready uh, for, for, for the world, we'll say the world. Um, in, for the world, for the world, um, that I had to keep going. There were times I had to actually go back and read my own devotional. And be like, <laughs> what is going on? Because there are times too, just in just in writing this devotional, um, where things just like came to a screeching halt, and I didn't understand why. I'm like, if God is at the enemy trying to thwart this. I mean, it would make sense that the enemy wouldn't want the world to know that you really are a, a good, loving father who wants a personal relationship with us, who wants us to experience all of you. Mm -hmm. um, Interesting his timing, too. Because right. even though we have to wait for things, doesn't mean they're not going to happen. True. It just means that you have to wait for the timing of the Lord. Because when it does happen, it's going to be so much better than if you would have rushed through it way back when. And yeah. not to say God can't do that, because he can too. Absolutely. But I think just because of the, the name of the book and the process of this book, um, has, this is so glorious for you because now it's done. It's done. And now the world gets to read it. And it's here. Yay. And get to experience so, it. Yeah, well, just imagine how fun it was when I was speaking to a, a ladies group and I was telling them that, the, you know, this devotional was coming, but... But and it was supposed to be actually it was supposed to be available right. that weekend. Remember, which you know when you when you come out with a 
with a devotional or book or whatever, you know, you, you want it to come out when you have a group of people there, not, not for sales, please don't hear that, but you really want this message to get into the hands of, of people who really are, are hungry for the Lord. And so I had to share, you know, share with them that I was supposed to have my devotional at this event. However, I'm still waiting. And the title of the book is <laughs> how to wait well. And I confess at that moment, you were was, teaching them. I was teaching them. That's what you were doing. That's part of the book. I was, I was a living example of how to wait well for the book on how to wait well. But so, uh, so what do you want every person um, that sits down with this book? What do you want them to take away? I want them to take away the truth that God is real and that the numbers of hairs on your head, He knows them. Um, he, everything that concerns you concerns God. I want everyone to have um, tangible, real life experiences with the creator of the universe, mm -hmm. because when that happens, I mean, it can take your breath away. Yes. Like, are you kidding me? God, God is so amazing. He's huge. He's, <laughs> you know, this, this he's so close to us that he would want to be close, yeah. that he would, God wants to be closer to us than we want him to be close to. Does that mean yes. God wants us to be closer to him than we do? How's that? That's right. Makes, that sounds better. And I want them to have their faith built up. Mm -hmm. So that that's my heart is for God to be glorified, for mm -hmm. people to understand that Jesus died so that we can be reconciled to our Father, so that we can boldly come to the throne of grace, so that we know that when Jesus died for us and rose again, he sent us the Holy Spirit, which is the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in those who believe. What if we all walked this earth with that awareness that the spirit we would change the world, wouldn't we? And isn't yes. that what we're supposed to That's do? That's exactly what we're uh, supposed to do. Right. Don't just, even get me started. <laughs> exactly. I know. Preach, sister. Preach it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so that's my heart for the book. So I noticed on this book, which I am holding this book in my hands, and it is a beautiful, beautiful devotion. Like when you get it, it will be such a treat for you. But on the front of it are feathers. Feathers. So can you tell me, is this just because you thought they were pretty, or is there a reason right. well, that they're they feathers? Well, they are, they are pretty. And, you know, I believe in all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and uh, one day someone uh, had been praying about the cover, which covers for uh, books are a very big deal for an, for an author. And some people have, you know, sat with various covers, you know, just sitting in their house, staring at them, waiting for one to jump out. And there's a lot of, you know, yes, I like this. No, I don't. And uh, somebody had been praying through and they said, I see a feather. And I was like, a feather? And when I saw a picture of a feather, I was like, oh, that's so pretty. That's really pretty. But that makes no sense. What does a feather have to do with waiting well? Absolutely nothing. So what do you do when, you know, you, you trust the prophetic gift in, in mm -hmm. someone? And so I went to the Lord and I said, I don't get why a feather would have anything to do with waiting well. And I had several people even say that to me, like, where's the stopwatch? Where's the hourglass? Where's the right. sundial? Right. Yes. right. Yes. You know, all of those things, like that would make sense. However, um, I went to the Lord because <laughs> it's his book. Imagine that. I know. Well, it's his book right. and I want, I want what God wants for this. So I was like, what is with the feather? And I was making my bed. Did you know that God can talk to you anywhere you are, mm -hmm. you know, which is fun. So I'm making my bed and Psalm 91.4 is what I heard in my spirit. Psalm 91.4. 
I mean, I know Psalm 91 is like the protection psalm, right. but I didn't know what that meant. So I went and grabbed my Bible, and Psalm 91 4 says, He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. I was like, <gasps> I got good. I'm getting goosebumps yeah. right now. Yeah. I, I feel that too. Fe- feel, I feel the goosebumps, mm-hmm. but I was like, that's it, Lord. You want us to experience you while we wait. And in doing so, you cover us. You protect us. You're our refuge. We're under your wings. You're our shield and our rampart. So that is where the feathers, I'm like, I'm sticking with the feathers. Yeah. It may not make sense to people, but as you read the devotional, I explain it. And, uh, you know, feathers are gentle too. Yet when they put together and they're on a wing, they're very strong. So I'm like, oh God, that is good. So, and they're beautiful too. They're, feathers they're, are beautiful. Yeah. Just the, in, the, the detail of a feather, mm-hmm. you yes. know, sim- it's similar to us, right? Because mm-hmm. we're delicate, beautiful people too. Mm-hmm. Like God created us that way. And, and the fun, just a fun thing, you know, God confirms things for us too. If we, if we tune in and we pay mm-hmm. attention I mean, I have seen feathers like a lot. So I uh, mm-hmm. feather at my front door when, you know, I don't really have feathers at my front door. Now I do have down feathers in my house and pillows, but for whatever reason, during this particular season, those pillows decided what is it, to molt. I don't know, but they were like feathers everywhere. I even screamed, like Snapchatted or whatever it's called, texted you pictures. I'm like, yes. here's a feather. There's there was a like one or two every day for yes. like two weeks. Yes. So yeah. that's just to encourage you too. If you are being still and, and experiencing God, that's a way, you know, when you are on the right track, that's how God speaks to us in all different ways. Yes. Of course, we have to make sure that however God speaks to us or however we, exp- whatever experience we have, we need to make sure it all lines up with the word of God and scripture first and foremost, exactly. because there are some, some weird things out there. So there you want to make sure we, you know, we test the spirits and that everything is backed up by the right. word of God. And, you know, it goes back to the faithfulness of God. When we seek him, he will, we will find him mm-hmm. when we seek him with all of our heart. That's right. So when we are seeking him, even in that place of resting, even in that place of waiting, even in that place of um, wherever you are in your life, if you seek him, you will find him and he will show himself to you. That's right. That's right. Because he's faithful and he will. He's longing to show himself to us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because we're his children and he longs for that. Right. And the other scripture that comes to mind that I love is when we ask our father for bread, he will not give us a stone. You know, I think some people too are like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to be deceived. Well, if you are seeking Jesus, you are seeking, you know, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit, and that's your heart, you will, he will meet you there. So absolutely. So, so, so great. Well, I cannot wait for this book to come out. Um, I've already read it once, but I will definitely be reading it again and picking up copies for my friends. And um, I just can't tell you guys enough, all of you that are listening to go get this book as soon as, as, soon as you can share it with your friends um, because it will be a blessing to your heart. So and it will help you in your season. I'm excited about it. You can find out more about how to get the book at lisasheaministries.com. So please go to my website, lisasheaministries.com. And I know we tease and we joke, but my heart really is for each and every one of you to experience God at a deeper level because he is so real. He is so good. He is so loving. 
and he wants you to experience him. And, and I just declare and decree right now that as you draw closer to him, he will draw closer to you. The enemy will flee and you will have tangible experiences with him because he is faithful to his word. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Debbie. Thank you for having me. Have a great day, guys. You can find any resources mentioned in my podcast by going to lisasheaministries.com. Click on podcast and look for the show notes where we'll have links for resources to help you continue on this trip called life.